Okay, we are holding on the bottom of Davchav Beis Amud Beis. Just a quick hakdama. The Gemara we had before had a machlokes if hadlaka is a mitzvah or hanacha is a mitzvah. That is, if the hanacha, if the placing of the menorah on Hanukkah is what will make someone fulfill the mitzvah of Hanukkah of menorah, or is it the actual lighting that will make one fulfill his obligation? So now the Gemara is in the middle of bringing proofs, and we'll start from the bottom line on the Tchav Beis Omid Beis Toshma. To Amr Rabbi Shua Ben Levi, Rabbi Shua Ben Levi says, Ashoshes, if you have, Rashi says, it's a kli gadol shal zechuches, like a lantern. It's going the entire Shabbos. So you have this lamp that's lit from before Shabbos, goes the entire Shabbos. Now, we're talking about Shabbos Hanukkah, and now one wants to take this flame and use it for his ner Hanukkah. So what he does is he should dis, uh, extinguish the fire and then relight it. So mechabo madlika, he extinguishes the fire and relights it, and that's his ner Hanukkah. So now yamer bishlama had mitzvah. If the lighting itself is what makes someone fulfill his obligation and shopper, then it's very good since he extinguished the fire. And now he lit it again. That's his mitzvah. However, if you're going to learn that the placing down of the menorah of the flame is what makes the mitzvah, so why does it say that he extinguishes the fire and then relights it? It should say, he extinguishes it, and he lifts it up, and he places it back down, and then he lights it. That's what it should have said if the hanacha, if the placing is what creates the mitzvah. And furthermore, we become a varchinon, what is the bracha itself? Of Ner Asher commanded us Ner Shal to light the Neirais of Chanukah. That is the lighting. We see from here it's a proof that the Hadlok of the lighting is what creates the mitzvah of Chanukah. Now the Gemara goes on. So now that we explained that the lighting is what makes the mitzvah, if a deaf mute, a fool, or a minor goes ahead and lights the menorah, they didn't do anything because lighting by them does not constitute anything since they don't have any das. Isha, however, a woman, she for sure can light. Now normally, a woman would not be able to perform any mitzvah that is a mitzvah sasesha as grama, and this mitzvah is as grama. So why is a woman mechuyev to go ahead and light this menorah? The reason for that is the Amr Rabbi Shulban Levi Nashim Chayavos Ner Chanukah. A woman is obligated in her Ner Chanukah. Why Shafhein Hayu Ba'isane? Since they were part of the Chanukah miracle. Rashi explains what how the women were involved. The second line in Rashi. Rashi says. One of the decrees of the Yavanim were that they, the, all the women should first be boil their general or whoever it was over there. And since that was abolished, that's one of the mitzvahs, that's one of the miracles. And the other one was the fact that Yehudas, the daughter of Yechanan Kayin Gadol, was the one that fed cheese to the general, the Greek general, and got him sleepy. He then needed a drink, which she gave him wine, intoxicated him, and through that he got drunk, fell asleep, and she cut off his head, and all the rest of the army ran away from that, and that helped the Chashmanoim win. <coughs> now the Gemara goes on. Amr of Sheshesh, A guest, someone who's staying at, uh, staying at someone else's house, he's Chayev in Erechanaka. Amr of Zero, Meresh ki Havina Be'rav, when he was by the house of Rav, 
Then when he was a bachar, he was not married, then he would go ahead and contribute to his host. He would pay for part of the neiros, the lights of Hanukkah. And that's how he would partake in the mitzvah. Basar the nesivi itzah, after he got married, Amino, he said, Hashta vade litzrichna, I don't have to partake anymore in my host. Since my wife at home is lighting for me. So apparently he wasn't at home. Ribzera wasn't at home and he, would, he was learning wherever he was learning. And his wife, who was back home, lit the candles for him. So he didn't have to partake in any lighting of the menorah. Amr Levi. says, All kinds of oils are good for the flame of Chanukah. However, Shemen Zayas, olive oil, is the best out of all of them. Amr Abayam. First, originally, Mar would go ahead and look for the, uh, the sesame oil. Omar, the reason for that is, he would say, It prolongs the life of the flame. When he heard this idea, he would look for fine olive oil. And he would say, This is a clearer flame. All oils are good for ink. However, olive oil is the best. The question is as follows. What kind of olive oil is good, meaning in what sense is olive oil good for the ink? Is it that it should be mixed together, or is it that it should be smoked with olive oil? That is, that they used to take oil, burn it, and allow the flame and the smoke and the soot to go into a, like, uh, some kind of, like, cup or something like that, or jar, and then they would go ahead and scrape away at the ash that was inside the jar, and then they would, uh, you know, put some, some, mix that together or something, and that's how they would get this dark color of ink. Tashma, the Tani Rishmuel Bar Zutri, the Gemara is going to answer like this. Shmuel Bar Zutri learned, all oils are good for ink, and oil, olive oil is the best. Both to mix it, to knead it, and also to smoke it. So we see the Shiloh was before. What's the olive oil good for? Is it good for kneading the mixture of the ink, or is it to smoke the ink? The answer is both are good. Shmuel Bar Zutra, Masni Hachi, Shmuel Bar Zutra, who was just, the name was a little bit different before we had Rav Shmuel Bar Zutri. This is Rav Shmuel Bar Zutra. Masni Hachi, he learns like this. Kol ha-shonam yofim All smoking is good for ink. V'shem zayas Meaning any oils used for smoking ink is good and the olive oil is the best. Amr of Huna, kol ha-sarafim yofim Anything that, that uh, burns is good for, um, I'm sorry, sarafim is this like uh, sap or something like that. It's all good for ink. The sraf katon ketef yafamikulam. And the special sraf ketef, that's the best out of all um, sap. Amr bar ashi, amr rav. Hamadlik nershal chanukah tzaruch levarich. Someone who makes, who lights chanukah neiros has to make a bracha. If you see it, then you make a bracha. Now this is not talking about anyone someone that already lit in his house, and now he's walking down the block and he sees, every time he sees an Ere Hanukkah, oh, he makes another bracha. No, this is referring to someone who he knows he's not going to be able to light Hanukkah candles that night. For example, someone that's going on a boat, or someone that's going along the way and he won't be able to light his Ere Hanukkah. So if he sees Neiris of Hanukkah in someone's window, then he makes a bracha. Amr of Yehuda, Yehim Rishon Harayim Mavarech Beis. On the first night, you make two brachas. This, this fellow that sees the candles, and he doesn't actually light it himself, he makes two brachas. Umad like Mavarach Gimel, and on the first night, someone who actually lights it makes three brachas. Mikam ve'elach, Madlik Mavarach Shtayim, the one that, that actually lights it 
says two brachas. The Rayim of Arich Achas and the person that just sees it makes one bracha. My Memayat, so which one does he take out? Memayat Zman, meaning the first night, the fellow that lights makes three brachas, and then the second night he takes out the Shehechiyon. Benimayat, the Gemara asks, Benimayat Nes, he should take out the second bracha, which also Nisim Lavaisenu. So the Gemara says, Nes, call Yoyme Isa. All of the eight days, the Nes bracha is applicable. So my Mavarech, uh, so that's why you leave it in and you take out Zman. Now, my Mavarech, what's the bracha that you actually make? Mavarech, Asher Kedushon, That's the bracha that Hashem commanded us to light the Neres of Chanukah. So now the Gemara asks, Where is the commandment in the Torah? It doesn't say it anywhere. The Rabbanon were the ones that were, were established the Neres of Chanukah, the Mitzvah of Chanukah. So how do we know, how can we say Vitzivonu in the Bracha of Chanukah? The Bracha of Leisasar that you have to listen to the Rabbanon. Ask your father, and your elders will tell you. And that is that since the Rabbana went ahead and said to do the mitzvah of Hanukkah, it makes sense to say Vitzivanu. Most of asks like this: Had Demai, you have Demai, which is Suffolk Meiser. You're unsure if a this Amaaretz that had this Meiser that took off Meiser. Ma'arvim boy, you can go ahead and make an Erev with this kind of Dmai. Umishtatvim boy, and you can also make Shitufim voice. Umivarchin alav, and you can also make a bracha on it. Umizamdin alav, and you can make a Zimon out of it and make a Birkaz Amazin. Umafrishin oisai arum, and you can take Meiser off of that unclothed. Ubinash Mashais, and also it can be on Friday night, Binash Mashais. Now, the Amrit Kolm Darabonan boy, bracha, if you're going to tell me everything that's Darabonan, Needs a bracha like Der Chanukah, so hacha ki kai arum hechimavarich. So if this fellow is taking off Meiser again on this Dmai, and we know that Dmai has only Darabanan, so of course he has to make a bracha then, and how can he make a bracha if he's unclothed? We need that a person's camp shall be holy and he has to be clothed. And you don't have that if the fellow is unclothed. Amar Abayah by answers, Vada did Devreyam by Bracha. Really, Midarabanan, of course, you do need a Bracha. Suffolk did Devreyam by Bracha. Here, the whole Demai is a Suffolk, so that's why you will not need a Bracha, and that's why this fellow can take off his Meiser without wearing clothing. The Gemara asks, Vaha Yamtav Shani, the Suffolk Devreyam, who? Yamtav Shani of Goliath, of outside of Eretz Yisrael, when we have a second day of Yamtav, is a Suffolk. The Rabbanan were unsure. And on Yontif, the second day of Yontif, we make a bracha. So if we're saying that only Vade Darabanans you make a bracha, so then why on Yontif Sheni do we make a bracha? I think my answer is Hasam Kihechi, the Loyla Zolzule Ba, that you should not be Mazalz on it, you should not come to disgrace it. The Rabbanan treated it as if it was like the first day, and that's why they established a bracha, and a bracha has to be said, even though it's a Suffolk. Rava Omar, Rav Ameharet Ma'asrimheim. Going back on before, Rav was saying that even a regular demai, really it's not even a suffolk. Really it's vade that Meiser is taken off because Rav Amea Aretz, Rav unlearned people, the majority take off Meiser, so we can assume the Meiser is taken off, and that's why you don't need a bracha. Omar of Huna, the Gemara goes on. Chatzar sheish lebez psachem, a chatzar that has two openings, let's say a backyard and a front yard. Tzricha shtei neirois, you need two different neirois of Chanukah. Amar Rava, Rava says, that's only if it's from two directions, meaning a backyard and a front yard. If it's from one direction, meaning the front chatzar has two gates going out to the Rosh Hashanah, then you don't need two neiris of Chanukah, only one. My time, what's the reason for that? 
So Gemara is asking like this, if you're going to tell me that it's a chashad, it's a suspicion that people are going to walk by and see that possibly this house is really two people living in it, meaning they see two gates going into one chatzar. So possibly the house is split down the middle and two people live in there. So it seems like one person is not lighting. So who is the suspicion for? The rest of the world, people that are not familiar with this house, they'll, they'll be suspicious about this house since they'll see two gates. They know it's a Jewish house. They see two gates and only one, one of them's lit. So the Gemara asks, then, and even if both are from one direction, meaning let's say both are in the front chatzar, both entrances, both of them should need Neir Sechanaka. Why is the price to say not? And if it's the fact that the people of the city are going to be suspicious about this, then even for the, for the two ruchais, you should not need because the people of the city know who lives here and they know that there's a backyard and a front yard. So the more answer is, really the suspicion is for the people of the city. Sometimes people only go and they pass by the front yard. That's the route that they take. They don't even know. They never see the backyard. And they'll say like this. So let's say they pass by the front chatzar. And if the fellow in the house only lived in the backyard, then they'll say, oh, just like it's not, there's no lights in the front of the house, there's no lights in the back of the house either. And the fellows, let's say, that are going in the back of the house and this guy lived in his front chatzar, they'll say the same thing. So since there's a chashash that people might say that, that's why you have to light on both ruchas. Now the Gemara goes on, we know Timra the Chashin al How do we know in general that the, it's, it's ever applicable to uh, take this into account, the fact that people will be suspicious of someone for doing the wrong thing? The tiny, like we learned in a Bryce Amr, Rib Shimon says, Because of four things, the Torah said to go ahead and, and take and corner off a corner of your field for the poor people, for the mitzvah of peya at the end of your field. What are the reasons? From, from stealing from the poor people. And the fact that the aniyam, the poor people, are going to remain idle. The Gemara will explain each case. And because of the suspicion, which is that's going to be the proof to our b'risa. And also that the iser of baltachala to not leave off your corner of your field. Now, because of the gezel, the stealing from the aniyam, basically like this. During the crop, a person will see that there's no aniyam around. And the Yomer Lukrevayani, he'll tell his relative who's Ani, Harizu Payah, he'll make his Payah during the crop. And he'll tell the Ani that this, let's say, area right here is, is, is my Payah now. And now you can go ahead and take it. And he's kind of stealing from the other Aniyam because he's not allowing all the rest of the Aniyam to take. The fact that the Aniyam will sit around not doing anything, waiting for this guy to go ahead and make his Payah. Because the old Aniyam will sit by the guy's field and wait for him to go ahead and make his payah. So we tell them that at the end of the crop, that's when he goes ahead and makes his field into payah. And the Aniyam know that's when they can come. What's that? Because people are going to pass by. They're going to see this fellow did not take off any payah yet. So they'll say a curse should fall upon this person that didn't take off any payah. 
Mishum, so that's why they set a set, a set time for him to take off his, his uh, peah in this field, that people will know that the, the reason why this guy didn't take off peah yet is because it's going to be at the end of the crop that he's going to take it off. Mishum Batachala, and for the Isser of Batachala of not taking off peah, so the Gemara asks, Atukula la Mishum Batachala, all these reasons are for the Isser that you shouldn't be over on not leaving a peah on your field. So Amarava, a new fourth reason, because of the people that are going to trick, and they're going to say like this, that it's going to come to the end of the crop, and people will say, okay, why are you, are you not leaving pay on your field? They're going to say, oh, we already did it. So Arbanan said, no, you all do it at the same time, at the end of the crop. So the point is, that we take, it, we take out from this whole b'risa, that it, there are banan, are chayshish, for achshad, for people that are going to be suspicious of another fellow not doing the right thing. Amar of Yitzchak Baradifa, Amar of Huna, Ner Shiyeshla Shnei Piyos, if you have a candle that has two different ends, that can work for two people. That is, you have, let's say, a long, uh, let's say, a bowl or something like that, and you have a long wick, and you have the two ends coming out of either side, that can work for two different people. You can fill a plate up with oil, and you can bend the wicks. If you put a clee on top of that, another object on top of that, then you can go ahead and it can work for a lot of people. Again, so this case is that you're taking a plate or a bowl, and you're surrounding it with psilis. So if you put another kli on top of that, meaning you, let's say you put a few different wicks into a bowl, and you have them falling out on, each, uh, you know, on a few different corners and a few different areas of the bowl, only if you put another bowl on top of that and you kind of hold down the wicks, then it could work for kambadei. If you didn't put anything on top of that, then also commit madura. It'll end up being like a torch because all the wicks will join together if there's nothing on top separating them. And then even for one fellow, it won't even work for a ner. Amarava, Rava says, If you only have enough money, a fellow has a few dollars and he can purchase either his candles for Shabbos, or he can purchase his candles for Chanukah, which one does he do? Ner Adif, he goes ahead and purchases his wicks and his oils for Shabbos, because of Shalom Beisai, for peace in the house, the fact that he'll be able to see, and he'll, uh, Rashi explains, V'tiznach mi shloim nafshi zuhad lakas ner b'Shabbos, shabnei Beisai mitztaran leishev v'choshach. It's not fun, it's, it's painful for people to sit in the dark, so his household members, it's very important to spend the money on the, to have a peaceful house that the people should be able to see. If let's say you have enough money to spend on the neiros of Shabbos, the wicks, the candles, excuse me, of Shabbos, or you can purchase kiddush ayayim, which is wine to make the, to be makadesh, to sanctify the Shabbos. And now really, just to note over here, kiddush ayayim, to sanctify Shabbos can really be with other things. The Gemara says, I believe it's in Psachim, the last parak in Arve uh, Shabbos, maybe, I don't remember exact, the exact parak, the name of the parak, that a person can go ahead and be Mekadah Shabbos with, which a diff, with different Ifanim, with different ways. But the best way possible to do it is, the Gemara says, is a that you should make Kiddush through Yayin. That's how you should be Mekadah Shabbos. So now, Kiddush Hayyoyim in You have enough money to either buy wine to be Makadish to sanctify the Shabbos, or you can have the, the Nerois of your house, Nerbeisai Adif. 
the candles of your house for Shabbos, those are better. Basically, the same reason as before. Now, Boyi Rova Rova asks as follows. What about the candles, the wicks and oils for Chanukah, or Kiddush wine for Shabbos? Is it that Kiddush Hayoyim, the sanctifying the Shabbos with wine, is going to be better because it comes more often, it comes once a week? Or maybe the Neiris, the candles for Chanukah, will be better because we want to show the nace to everyone that can see it. Basar Boy, after he asked the Hadar Pashta, he answered, is more important to show the nace to everyone that passes by. Someone that's very careful, what Rashi explains it's the Neiris, it's referring to the candles of Shabbos and of Chanukah, will have children that will be Talmidei Chachamim. Hazar bin Mezuzah, someone who's very careful with the mitzvah of Mezuzah, Zeich Ladirano, he'll merit a nice house. Hizir Hazar bin Tzitzis, someone that's very careful with the mitzvah of Tzitzis, Zeich Letalisna, he'll merit nice garments. Hazar bin Kiddush Ayoyim, and someone that's careful with the Kiddush of Shabbos, that is, meaning to make it on, in good wine, Zeich Mamale Garbe Yayin, he'll merit to fill up all his barrels of wine. Ravuna have a ruggle to have a chalaf, Vitani Apischa de Revalvin. Rav Huna would go ahead and walk by the doorway of Rav Oven Nagra. Chazadahavaragalbishragituva, he saw that he was very careful and had very nice candles for Shabbos or Chanukah. Omar Tre Gavri Ravri Nafkimehach, he said two great people, great Rabbanon are going to come out of this house, and Nafkiminayu, Rav Idi Bar Oven, and Rav Chia Bar Oven, those were Rav Oven's children. Rav Chizda Havaragal da Havachalif, Vitania Pischa de Benasha, Dirv Shizbi. Rav Chizda would go by the house of the parents of Rav Shizbi. He saw that he was very careful with Neirois of Shabbos or of Chanukah. Omar, and he said, A great man is going to come out of this house. And Nafak Minayi Rav Shizbi. Rav Shizbi eventually came from those parents. The Bisudr of Yosef, the wife of Rav Yosef, She would wait until the last minute before Shkia, I guess, or before Shabbos, to light her candles. Now, Avada, she had enough time. There was no chashash of Esther Shabbos, but she would wait to the latest time. The reason for that was because she, she reasoned that it made sense to push it off to the latest time to show that the Neiris were for Shabbos and not for any other reason. Omar Lord of Yosef, so Rav Yosef, his wife, his, her, her husband told, him, told her, Tanya, we learned in Abayi Sali, Layomish Amura Anon, Yaimam, Ba'amur Ha'ish Laila, with the, the uh, pillar of clouds and the pillar of light. Was not, we're not diminished. And Malamada teaches us, So the fire which was at night went a little bit into the day, even after the cloud was already there, and the clouds stayed even into the night a little bit once the fire was there. So the same thing over here, you should go ahead and be maktim your neiros into the day, even though it's not Shabbos yet, and have them overlap. So Sarva, so she thought, Lakduma, to go very far back into Friday, meaning away from Shabbos. And Amr Lahu Saba, so an elder came and said, Tanina, we learned in the You shouldn't go too far back. And however, this, at the same time, you shouldn't go too close to Shabbos. And you should do it sometime in between. Amr Rava, Rava says, Dirachim Rabbanon, Havalei Bunin Rabbanon. If a person takes mercy on the Rabbanon, he'll have children that are Rabbanon. The Moiker Rabbanon, if he honors the Rabbanon, he'll have son-in-laws that are Rabbanon. The Dachom Rabbanon, if someone fears the Rabbanon, 
he himself will be a rabbanon. The lav bar and if he's not able to do that, his words will be taken like a young Torah scholar. Now, okay, I'll stop over here.